Okay, guys, welcome back to the weekly order. Um, today we're joined by Sam Wright. Um, she's very into the tech industry and the gaming industry, but we're going to let her obviously explain everything to you because we obviously don't know it that well. <laughs> so yeah, Sam, floor's yours. Let us know what's going on, who you are, and yeah, how you got into everything. So who I am? So my Sam on the internet, people know me as Tech Girl, which I wish wasn't the case, but I made a mistake when I was younger and chose a bad name. And basically, I commentate on video games for a living. Okay. And then create content around video games and tech. Fuck, that's dope. Why would you say that? Why would you say that tech girl's not a good name? What, I hated what? that name. <laughs> you know, when I when I started, so I gamed, but I didn't want. I wanted to start a blog, um, but I didn't want to bring gaming into it because I was actually I was young and I was like a bit insecure about like a girl talking about games. So I wanted it to just be about like technology and like nerdy stuff, and I couldn't find a domain that was available so i had mm. i can't even remember the names now but there was like a bunch of names that i just mm. couldn't couldn't get and then eventually my one mate was like why don't we just call it tech girl like that's nerdy there's superheroes tech involved and i was like that's a shit name yeah like, i still remember the conversation i was like what a shit name and she was like the domain's available and i was like fine just book it <laughs> and then yeah. i took my actual gaming name and got rid of it and so was like okay cool i'll be tech girl and then yeah. now i look back and i'm just like why couldn't you have been a little bit more patient and more creative and tried a bit harder <laughs> Yeah, so you, you briefly mentioned it there, but was it difficult as a girl getting into the gaming industry or did you feel like it was difficult, it was not that difficult? Or I think at that time, so like I said, I played games. I didn't want to talk about it online. So I, I grew up playing games. My family was super nerdy. In high school, I stopped for a bit because it, like it was back in the day when playing video games, it was actually a stigma to playing games. Now everyone's cool if they play games. Back then, if you played games, social suicide yeah so i stopped a bit in high school then i was still playing but i didn't really want to put that on the internet because i knew what it was like when i played a video game and switched my mic on the way i got treated being a girl so i was like i'm not going to talk about it i got a little bit more comfortable in my skin and then i did getting into the industry was horrible um i'm not even going to sugarcoat it it was really shit being a girl i think no one there was there was one group of people that would be like you should definitely do this because you're a girl they didn't care what i had to say yeah. they didn't care if i knew what i was talking it was just like oh have vagina come talk about <laughs> games um and then on the other side there was just people that were like there's no way you have like yeah. and and this is still the case is if you're a girl you have to be either super sexy and have your boobs out or you have to be really really good there's like no in between and that was quite tough it's got a lot better over the years yeah like, i see more girls getting involved and not dealing with the same stuff but when i started it was it, it was, was quite an eye-opener because that's the thing though so i obviously just a bit of background for all the viewers and listeners. Um, I've obviously been um, into gaming a bit my whole life, um, where Mike and Frey haven't. So I've seen um, creators like um, there are female streamers that are that have blown up worldwide, um, not Did just in South Africa. Porn. No, so <laughs> but like you get Some like do, though, yeah, right? <laughs> so you get you get streamers like Loser Fruits and Valkyrie who are doing like very well at the moment. And um, when you do look at the female streamers, right and what makes them successful a lot of them if you go on like twitch and watch a female stream a lot of them will literally have like their tits out like literally like that's what the whole stream is about you know and i think it's a bit sad you know that girls sometimes have to feel that way to actually make it in an industry or they feel like that's the easiest path to make it into that industry you know yeah. um where if you watch a, a male youtuber or streamer it's obviously for the content that he's producing or his gameplay you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you yeah, look yeah, at yeah. someone like Ninja in Fortnite sense, which you fucking hate. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> spoke about this off I camera. I like Ninja though, yeah. but yeah. Okay. But yeah, he obviously got well known for the way he reacted to everything and the way his gameplay was, yeah. right? Where if you look at people like, I don't know, like Loser Fruits or someone else, they they got well known because they're pretty looking girls, you know? 
So it's like very different. It's, it's still an industry that I want to say is very gender different, you know? Like the path to the, so, yeah. yeah, the path to making it is way different, you know? Yeah. And what I'm trying to say from this is like, do you think this is toxic for the industry? Do you think it's not good for the industry, how people are viewing it? Do you think it comes down to the community, the viewers, or do you think it comes down to just how the industry has been built? It's, it's, quite hectic, it's yeah. such a hectic question. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of incredible female streamers um, yeah. who also happen to be beautiful. Yeah, so it's not also mm-hmm. seen yeah. to be beautiful. So it's like it sucks a bit for them because like I know that there's one glitter explosion who plays Apex Legends. I think she's phenomenal and she's one of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen. And it sucks for her because she's really good at the game. And people will sometimes come into her, her chats and be like, oh, just a pretty girl. And I'm like, no, if you watch her, she's actually super smart. She plays mm-hmm. well. Um, but then there is obviously girls. I watched a stream once. It was some Russian chick. Um, so she's a just dance streamer. Okay. And she just dances a again. Just dance. Okay. So just here's <laughs> yeah. how just dance works, right? So it's a game where you hold these controllers, and then there's a person dancing. It's like a kiddie's game. I don't yeah. say it's a kid's game. There's lots of adults. It's there, one of like the arrows, and you put it. Yeah. Well, no. That's, so that was where it originally <laughs> yeah. came from. Now you hold controllers, and they're motion controlled. So you just follow the moves, yeah. and they're like cheesy dancers. There's nothing sexual about them. They're super cheesy. It's fun songs. And I don't know I don't know how I found her. I was just going down a rabbit hole. She's this Russian girl and she does just dance, but she does just dance in these tiny little yoga pants. Yeah. And Twitch has <laughs> got really strict now, so you you have to actually cover up. Okay, not. Yeah. But like she was she was making sure that she was just pushing the boundaries just enough. And then she kind of stand there and dance. But she wouldn't even do the dance. Like, I can see her screen and she's not even doing it. She's just kind of like touching herself or whatever. But then I'm watching her donations. And oh, she's that's like, crazy. She basically bought her entire setup from that. And the, the money is just coming in. And now her next donation goal is a house. And I'm sitting watching with 200 other people in the chat just writing about how sexy she is. And then every so often she'll just sit and like talk to the camera for a bit and like smile and laugh. And then she'll stand up and do another dance. I, and I mean, that's so strange. Point of it, I mean, it was so weird, and like for me, I get frustrated when I see that yeah. because obviously I'm trying to, I don't want to be just seen as girl sexuality, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, there's another part of me where I am sort of, I'm completely, I'm a feminist in the sense that I'm like, you know what? If that's working for you and you've picked up that that's going to happen, hell, yeah, right? exactly if you can buy a well house you, with yeah. that money, well done to you. Like I don't have your yeah. body, your rules. And if you've picked up that there's a lot of thirsty gamer boys willing to throw money at you. It's crazy that people actually throw money, dude. It's fucking... Yeah, like, I think... So, like, obviously, sorry, you understand when you're watching something, right? DSTV, I always bring it back to DSTV. <laughs> I pay for DSTV, but we don't fucking watch it, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay? But then I'll watch someone stream for free or some, I'll watch something on YouTube. Uh, I'm big into YouTube. And I don't pay for that service. And I'm like, is that fair though? Where I spend majority of my time and my, you know, where all my enjoyment comes from, I don't pay for it, you know, but I pay fucking 900 Rand for DSTV and I don't even watch that. Yeah, but you're so subliminally paying for it by viewing a video that has but, adverts on but it. But remember though, if you had to pay them as you were paying a DSTV subscription or uh, obviously it's one channel. So let's say you pay 50 Rand a month to watch one person do something. Yeah. How much more will that boost their income? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to pay that. But why? I want to watch why? it for free. Why? Well, I would if it became the thing because I would have to do but it. But wouldn't but you want to support people online who are grinding, setting up their own setups? Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you could take it, if I could do the same thing with DSTV, like if I want to watch Supersport 1 to 3 only and just pay for those channels, lack, I'll put the rest of the money into YouTube. Yeah. But fuck that, I'm not paying for both now. And you guys, what would you do in this situation? 
would you rather pay for the content you're watching or if it still comes for free would you still take it for free i still take it for free there but i mean go. i Thank throw you. donations yeah. i'll watch streams and do you I'll, donate to streamers as i well? do donate streams not big streamers I yeah think they're fine with their ads but <laughs> like i watch i don't like this is actually when i say donate to streamers like my mates so like a mates like someone that i know will come in and donate on my stream and then i'll go to them and just donate that money back and okay. kind of, oh, okay. but it's like you're trying to like play, but i mean i do donate like yeah. but it's i don't donate as much as i probably should yeah. like i watch streams I have them open nearly all day. And like, yeah. sometimes I'll just go in. I didn't donate to that Russian chick. I was just like, <laughs> I think I no, watched her for like uh, an hour. I didn't stop. <laughs> like sometimes I'll watch someone for like two hours and then I'll just leave. And I saw on social media, some some female streamer got into huge amounts of trouble because she lost her shit on her stream. The one day she was just like some, she was playing. She plays for like five, six hours, like yeah. playing hardcore, getting into it. Like it obviously worked really hard on the overlays and made it look really good. And, and then, no donations. Well, she no wasn't getting donations. Any. And then someone gave her like a dollar to say his name or whatever. And she just lost it. And she was like, you know, you're so ungrateful. And I won't keep playing unless I get like a hundred dollars in the next hour. And then a bunch of people grabbed it online and was like, entitled brat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, you get money from YouTube, you get money from Twitch, from yeah. adverts. And they all have like, brand deals and stuff. So, I mean, but I do think it's tough. I think yeah. it's it's hard, and if if you're someone who's found yourself in a position where this isn't you're you're a good looking girl and it's an easy way to make money, like who am I to judge? Like, yeah, I wish I could buy a house just for pretending <laughs> yeah. to just dance. You know? Yeah, mm. but I guess going going back to like let's look at the basics. What exactly do you do when we say gaming? I mean, that's very broad. I you, just play games. No, <laughs> yeah. So you obviously do what the streaming yeah. and the actual gaming. So I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I play actual games on a stream and people watch me play and then I have a YouTube channel as well. I have a blog. So the blog and the YouTube is a bit more lifestyle as well. So there's like tech. It's just stuff that I'm interested in that I talk about. Mm-hmm. So, so it is predominantly gaming, but there's tech aspects. There's like geek aspects, just anything that I'm interested in. Yeah. Sometimes there's even makeup if I'm in the mood for that. Yeah. Like that'll get thrown in. But then my primary job, if you like, slash source of income is I commentate on video games. So I'm an esports shoutcaster yeah uh so i don't really do the shout casting as much i actually desk host so like okay. i i had to do like a really awkward interview the other day for funny enough they were talking about dstv for CakeNet. okay and they asked me to explain <laughs> what i shout do out. i asked me to explain what i do to people that would never have any idea and i don't this came up in like very quickly and now i'm just gonna stick with it but it's yeah. super cheesy but i'm always like imagine nasports and rugby that's me with video games okay. so i sit at that desk and do a similar sort of thing that's yeah, kind of my so vibe like I said, I've obviously participated a bit in the gaming industry. So, like, it would be something sort of like Courage JD, in a sense. I don't know if you know who that is. Yes, I do. Yeah, he was big in Call of Duty. That's obviously where they started. And then they saw the Fortnite trend come through. All jumped onto that. So, it's sort of like that. But you do it for which games? So, sort of like that. And then I also do, like, a little bit more of the, the jumping into the more, like, competitive side of it. So, analyzing competitive guys playing for money. Um, but I've jumped around with a lot of games. I'm mainly FPS-focused. Uh, okay. But... I've done, I did a year with Overwatch. So I lived overseas and basically came home after every season and did Overwatch. I was the desk host every week um, for one okay, of the big the, yeah, Overwatch was really big yeah. as well, yeah. Done lots of Nintendo stuff. So Smash, which is a fighting game. I do a lot yeah. of that. And then last year, I spent a lot of time in Berlin working on the PUBG Europe League. That's really cool. And so PUBG is a big game. So what, what is PUBG? PUBG is basically, just picture, oh, dude, did you ever play Counter-Strike? I know. I do. I've played it for five Yeah, so sort of like that, but a Battle Royale. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It's the big boys Fortnite. The yeah. big boys. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's a really cool game, but obviously 
I think for me personally, you would like to be able to build houses on no, it. No, so there's a lot less content coming through from PUBG to make it as big as Fortnite. Remember, that's his excuse. You have to have really good aim in PUBG. No, <laughs> <the only laughs> thing that matters is picking so like, up a gun and shooting people, and yeah. you can't build a house. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like Fortnite, there's a lot of content that comes with that's stupid, right? That obviously kids love, dude. That's why I'm saying that game blew up so much. Right? They would have videos of them like I don't know, dude, building a sky base. You can't do that in a game like PUBG. It's more realistic. It's a way more realistic game where it's like, you know, you feel like you're actually in war. Where Fortnite is like you some anime character. No, you fucking Fortnite nerd. Was a Fortnite nerd. Fortnite, and it was sort of this battle royale that came out. Everyone loved it. It was one of the most played games. And then Fortnite came out and stole quite a bit of the audience. Yeah. They're pretty similar though when you look at them on paper. The idea is the same. But I think with PUBG, it is exactly what you said. They just... They weren't bringing out as much content. They're yeah. trying now. They do a lot for the competitive community, way more than Fortnite yeah. currently does. But for the casual player, the game just wasn't it wasn't moving fast mm. enough. And also after PUBG's success, because PUBG kind of surprised everyone, all these other everyone and their mom was doing a battle royale. So yeah. like, COD mm. had a battle royale, then Fortnite, and then Apex Legends came in, and everyone that comes in is better and better and better. You gotta either improve your game or, or hope yeah. that your audience stays loyal. Let's test sort of jumping on the jumping on the bandwagon top of thing. Yeah, Frey, let's test your knowledge. Do you know what a battle royale is? Yeah, it's where a whole bunch of people fight. Yeah, it's the Hunger Games. It's like Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah. It's basically the, the concept from the Hunger Games where oh, everyone jumps into a match as well. It wasn't that yeah. bad. Do you know what happened to me? Like, <laughs> I tried to explain to a parent once. I was I did commentate on a Fortnite event. Yeah, and this mom came up to me. Her kid was playing in this in this competition. And she was, she was like, can you, like, I, I always watch this and I see all the, the pictures on the screen. Can you explain what's actually going on? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm like, basically, there's 100 kids and they're all on this battle bus. They're going to land on this island. They're going to pick up guns and they're going to shoot each other. And the last person <laughs> standing wins. And she looks at me and she's like, no, that's not what he's playing. He just does these dances and stuff. <laughs> and it turned out that this mom, because obviously Fortnite actually has an age restriction, was letting her eight-year-old play and didn't realize that his entire job was to pick up guns and shoot people yeah. and kill them. Crazy. And she was absolutely horrified and she was like dragging him away from this like, <laughs> activation. And I was like, oops, yeah. my bad. But also, I was so blown yeah. away. I was like, how did you not know that that was what your kid was doing? Like, did you not see him running, holding a gun? Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing about Fortnite though. It looks harmless. It looks like a, like that's what I'm saying. It doesn't look as realistic as PUBG. Yeah. Where PUBG and it's sort of named like a, any the name could be of anything. it doesn't sound yeah. too hectic. Like PUBG, do you know what PUBG stands for? No, that's what I wanted to Player Unknown's Battleground. <laughs> oh, so it also sounds a bit more... <laughs> 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 but anyway, let's move into the state of gaming in, in South Africa, right? Obviously, South Africa, we're a lot, sh a lot smaller country. Also, a third world country. So we obviously struggle to get things up and running. Um, how do you think gaming is doing in South Africa as a whole? So I think it's much better than what it was. We had this like weird moment... So when I got into esports specifically, I was involved in gaming and then I, I started, I was, my brother used to play, so I'd always watched it. But then when I decided I was going to make some noise about it and create content, it was very much like kids were playing for keyboards. It was kind of like not something that everyone really yeah. spoke about or knew. And then esports blew up overseas. So overseas, everyone was talking about competitive video games and there were these kids making millions and millions of dollars and they were filling stadiums and Everyone in South Africa went, okay, cool, esports is going to be big, so we need to throw money at mm. esports. But they didn't really look at the infrastructure of the yeah. country or the gaming community or anything. And then I'd say about three years ago, like all these brands just started throwing cash. And next thing there were like a million rand tournament chair and a million rand tournament chair. And it didn't work, which was, it, it was pretty obvious it wasn't going to work. And then the money kind of vacuumed out. Now it's starting to grow again. But I think gaming in South Africa, from, a, from that point of view, 
we're really small in comparison Definitely. to the rest mm. of the world. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is that we have really specific socioeconomic circumstances that yeah. affect people in the country. So yeah, it's, yeah. it kind of it, it's kind of difficult to grow something like gaming, where a game costs nine hundred ninety nine rand and a console is like five six grand. Yeah, when the majority of people can't even afford for that. Yeah, yeah. so it's the upper middle that. class basically playing the games because yeah. it also obviously relies on like fiber and internet and whatever, all and then paying stuff. for all the shit. I mean, and that's the big thing I, again because Fortnite is basically the only game that I've played of recently, right? Yeah. Um, and then I tried Call of Duty, um, but sure. even with um, what do you call it with Fortnite? We don't even. This game's been out for like two years now, maybe two and a half years, and it's uh, arguably one of the biggest games in the world right now. We don't even have African servers yet, right? But you know why we don't have African servers? So this is like, yeah, I, get like into, I get into arguments with guys all the time that are like, if we just had servers, gaming would be bigger. Yeah. And I was like, no, because the, the games that in South Africa that do have dedicated servers, like Call of Duty, have people that spend money. No, well, oh. not only no, it's the pe- there's not enough people playing. So like. So we played a lot of Call of Duty at one point because of the South African servers. And the first three weeks after the game comes out, the place is pumping and you can find a game every few minutes and you're having fun. And then slowly everyone sort of moves away into the next thing. And then next thing you're sitting for half an hour waiting to find a game because there's just not enough Mm. players. And it goes back to that that argument about player base. There's not enough players to to just... If you have servers, then you need to make sure that there's enough players on those servers that at all times, if I come on, I can find a game. Yeah. And like Battlefield suffered from this as well because they had servers in Quake. You would wait 45 minutes to just yeah, find other South Africans. And then remember the skills gap happened. Also, so mm. Quake was a game that I loved, but if I played on a South African server, guaranteed the people that I'd be put in a game with were like, I mean, we've got some of the, some of the, I would argue some of Quake players that are, could go up toe to toe with some of the best in the world. I do not want to be in a game with them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would be in the game and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to play with you because like, yeah. it's not going to end well. Yeah. So, I, I used to be super like we just need servers, we need more money, we got to build. But then I kind of started speaking to, and I do think that this is is maybe a privilege of mine that I had the chance to start speaking to game developers and start yeah. speaking to companies here and realized we have such a tiny player base. Like there's just not enough people yeah. to play that but game. But don't you think you'd be able to bring like let's say the whole of Southern Africa into like one server? You know, don't you? Because if you look at Australia, right? A lot of Australian like streamers that I've watched there's multiple times where they end up waiting for um, games or they end up in the same game, mm. ending up in the same game in America as a friend that's sitting right next to you guys say join at the same time is difficult, right? Because mm. there's so many games going yeah, on at the yeah. time. But if you end up playing and getting into the same game as someone, you start realizing that there's not that many people, bro. And Australia, this mm. happens all the time, but they always get servers. They always get like all the infrastructure so what, that they what need. What effects does not having a server mean? Like, it means what, that what you basically, so you get ping, right? Okay. So it means it takes you a lot longer to send whatever signal you're saying to uh, Europe. Because it's further away, yeah. basically. Okay, so that's like the easiest way to explain it. And you didn't even see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it really, like, if you want to then, let's say, you're a good South African gamer in any game and you want to compete, it makes it a fuckload harder for you to practice and get good at a game where you have maybe a second or two delay, you know, compared to that guy. Yeah, of course. And yeah. That, that makes a big difference, you know. Some games I find are, like, some developers are just, they make really good games. And I don't, so, like, Overwatch, I don't feel the ping. Okay, I'm not a pro yeah. player. So, like, a pro, I've spoken to pro players and they tell me to shut up. But I was like, for <laughs> me, I don't feel it. So like, if I play Overwatch, it's a good game. Apex Legends, yeah. I don't feel it. Um, But I felt it in other games and I get annoyed. But I'm yeah. also like, the benefit is I can play this game over and over again yeah. if I had an SA server. But I also think that it's important to look at, like, so this was the thing, is when you look at the amount of player, the player bases, Fortnite has a huge local player base. 
FIFA has the biggest. So FIFA yeah. is like the most sold game every year. But that's also because it has that compatibility that it still comes out for the PlayStation 3. And so if you've got a console and you can't afford the brand new PS4, you can still go get the latest FIFA. Game, yeah, you know, that, that's not really something that's on offer for most games. So I think gaming in South Africa is still small in that sense. Yeah. And we don't have a bigger player base. But I think if we looked at what we had locally and said, okay, cool, how do we how do we change what we're seeing overseas to work here? It could work really well. We just don't do that. We always want to like yeah. copy whatever we see. We have some of the best. I think two of our FIFA players are ranked in the top fifty in the world. They're, they're some sure. of the best in the world. Yeah, it's pummel some support to them, you know. And our Fortnite players. I think one of them but went overseas like three weeks ago to play DreamHack. Like we've got good players. But that's the thing. Maybe with like FIFA, you know, you can get good at FIFA and you don't have to be online. You yeah. know, yeah. You can with practice. other games like Fortnite or Call of Duty, or, online, yeah, most basically. of it's online, yeah. so you need that ping to help you. So like you could sit at home and that's that's where I loved gaming. We would sit at my house playing mm. FIFA, drinking FIFA. Like that's where it all started for me, bro. I was like, this fucking shit is amazing, bro. Um, and we didn't have internet, bro. I didn't have Wi-Fi back then. This was like, what, six years ago? I didn't have Wi-Fi. We just mm. sit and play on a console and that's how it used to be, you know, with your friends and you used to just chill as yeah. a little group, like, yeah. you know. For me though, it became, uh, we'll touch on it a bit later, um, but it became very like reclusive. But we'll, Getting that later. I just want to move on to eagles, like girls that maybe this is quite a touchy one, bro. I don't know, but uh, so let me just put the the statement out there, and then we'll see how, where we go from there. But obviously, Baldolfine, right? She blew up a while back, and she did really weird shit. But for me, I felt like her target audience, right? When she sat there and she thought, okay, let me start. Let's call it a business, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me start a business. Who is my target market? I felt like she was like, I'm going to target gamers, right? She like said it in a whole thing. Like she would always call her fans like gamers and like this and that and my e-boys and whatever. And she made a fuckload of money off them, bro. Like she had like mm. these packages on Patreon that were like $3,500. And I think she had like 55 people just in that category. So if you yeah. do the maths, 55 people paying you $3,500 a month to mm. see your not so safe contents or whatever. Yeah, but there's a whole money, thing bro. around anime goals and how there's a big turn on for a lot of guys. Yeah. So do you want to explain what an eagle basically is? So dude, it's way different. It's not like a broad statement. Correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, an eagle could be a girl that games. Okay, that's just mm. like a normal eagle. But then you also get girls that are just online and they like label themselves as eagles mm. and they like try to get a profit so out of these like, like desperate guys at home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'd be super, super tilted if you called me an eagle. But like, yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> like, I'd be like, shut up. But no, I think, so I think eagle has a, a different connotation now where it's like, it's basically, it is, it's those girls that are, that are targeting thirsty gamers, you know? Yeah. Well, not only gamers, like just thirsty men. So the joke is like, eagles i think most girls that actually game that are, are creating content or whatever they want to be called an eagle like they hate the label yeah. they hate it because the label it, it sort of insinuates that you're basically you're either mm. trying to sleep with a pro gamer to make money because overseas if you yeah they're rock stars bro they're living it up there yeah. super mm. fancy cars that then you're an eagle or you're selling your bath water like that sort of mm. vibe it's, it's, super it's kind of got strange, a negative yeah. connotation now which is again I do feel it's a bit unfair that it's it's kind of become a gaming thing just yeah. because as much as like as much as they say that it's gamers and they're targeting gamers I'm like I don't think it's just gamers that are buying yeah. their bath water I think like there's no, pervy yeah. on the internet and you know only fans exist it's not just gaming girls on there yeah they just happen to get more love than maybe <laughs> the others I, don't, I mean is that the right term to use yeah love? but like again I'm kind of in the place where I'm like it annoys me if I get called an eagle because I'm yeah. like, I work damn hard and like, you're not going to sort of 
limit me to that. You're not selling your bathwater. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, I try for a laugh, but I don't think people would buy it. But I was like, you're not going to limit me to just my physical appearance. But mm. at the same time, again, it if you see a exists, gap yeah. in the market, I've got yeah, you yeah. know, like I've got a couple of people that I follow on Twitter who have only fan accounts. They're girls that are super smart. They run super successful businesses. They also sometimes show quite their boobs. Yeah, that you're very open to this. Um, I mean, I, I would, like, I'm not, I'm not, re- I'm not paying her to see her yeah. boobs, but like I chat to her and I, I think she's a super smart girl. I think she saw a gap. Like if that's, if that's her call, mm, yeah. that's okay. You know, and I, she gets a lot of hate for it. I see it. She gets treated like she gets a lot of white knights coming at her. She gets, like just all white knights. Just white what knights? Is white knights? <laughs> it's that guy that comes in is going to save you. Uh, you know, he's going to save uh, you from all the mean men. And like, I mean, I'm really in trouble for this. I don't actually care. Someone on Twitter is going to know who I'm talking about, but whatever. So <laughs> she she has an OnlyFans account. She's super, she's okay with it. She was open about it. She was like, this is what I'm going to do. I make lots of money. I'm proud of my body. Let me go. And then like, mm. there'll be these guys that'll DM her and be like, oh, you are you in a tough place? I can help you. You don't need <laughs> to do this. Like, mm. you know, so strange, you're, so, you're so much more than this. And she's like, yeah. don't come in here and try and save yeah. me from yeah. a life. I want this life. Like, yeah. don't come and say, so I, we call them white knights. Sometimes you get them in Twitch chat as well. So like, uh, which is, it's, again, it's a bit of a mean term, just people being nice. But sometimes like, uh, when I'm doing like an esports event, people can, men can be mean. So they'll jump in and they'll be pretty trashy about you. Uh, they're trashy about everyone, girls or guys, but sometimes they're a bit harsh on girls. And then you'll get a guy that'll come in and like, just go, Stop he's it, not defending guys. the dudes though, but he'll go full in defending, say me. And then everyone will be like, check this white knight. Like, <laughs> no. Which is a, it's a bit unfair. He's actually just being nice. But so you'll get those guys that are like, and then it's kind of funny because this particular instance I'm talking about, the white knight that was all like, oh, you should respect yourself mm. more. At the end of the conversation, was like, oh, how, how do I get some friends benefits for those photos? That's and I was just like, oh, I do. <laughs> uh, you get those. And then you also, she gets like a lot of hate. Like there's a lot of women and men that I see tweet her that are just like, vicious she's a gamer she, she i mean she started in gaming now she's sort of moved into business and she's doing this only fans thing and i'm like you know what more, if that's what you want to do yeah i'm not going to do it know. and i'm not saying i don't want to encourage i don't want to ever encourage girls to do it i kind of want to say if you want to game and you want to create content around gaming you don't have to go that route there is yeah i think there's mm. more than enough women showing that that's not the case but if that's what you want to do so be it yeah like, i agree with you there. yeah i think so too bro Can you just ex- explain Explain it for me quickly. Like, <laughs> let's go. We're gonna break this down no, because I need to get a full understanding. Okay, we have three so, minutes. Like, e-girl, very briefly, does actually do something connected with gaming, and then goes and like sells her tits online. Not all girls. Yeah. Not all e-girls sell their tits it's online. So I mean, some of them just do. Yeah, no, I'm talking, I'm talking yeah. about the specific. I like the way you said do some in gaming. Yeah, some of them do esports players. Some of them yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, but like. So like, let's talk about Belle Delphine. Before she became, she wasn't really into Did gaming. She do anything no, she wasn't gaming. really into Why gaming. Why the fuck is she an ego? Because she's more. She she dresses up presence. as anime yeah. characters that have like links and look like characters in different games and so the anime you don't industry. Necessarily need to be a gamer, and people are watching your live no. stream, and then you're like, oh, if you want more. We of spoke this. about this a bit off camera, right? But Dota and League of Legends, right? I thoroughly believe that people who play those games in a sense, would rather be in that reality than in this reality. Yeah, right? so they like deep into it. on and shit, like, they're like, oh, yes. Dude, and they, they love their you characters. and they don't, I'm going to go and give them such a hard <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I honestly, when you speak to them, they speak about these characters like they're real people, bro. And it's like, holy fuck, there's a whole different world out there for you than to me. And like, it's, it's way too much for me to handle, right? But now imagine a girl that you like dresses up as this character yeah. that you've been 
playing online. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Is, there's a Twitch for it. So I'd be like, a, I'm Anastasia the Great, a bitch you don't know Anastasia. what my boobs look like. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh God. Yeah. Let me pay you some cash and I get to see Anastasia's boobs. Well, I yeah. think that's the thing. I think e-girls kind of just devolved on the internet as like, it kind of refers to anyone that's potentially going that route. It's also quite a, yeah. it's quite an offense. I don't want to yeah. say the word offensive, but it is kind of a term that I think even maybe girls that are technically e-girls don't like so much anymore because yeah, no, they kind of, yeah. Again, like if you're running a successful business on OnlyFans and you can pay photographers and you're taking exactly, great yeah. photos, you're not an eagle, you're an entrepreneur, you know? Like, yeah. So I, I think it's like a bit of a, I don't yeah, it's just, it's not a great term, but it is what it is. And yeah. it's just kind of become a way to explain girls on the internet. It can also be mean, like some people will call girls that just because they know that it's hurtful if you like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. But also thinking from, from a guy's point of view, we've got like a minute, I want to wrap this up quickly, but. I don't understand the fact of paying for stuff when there's so much free stuff online already. Because you know? you're not gonna find it's Anastasia niche, the Great. It has to be niche. Yeah. Oh, true. You know. Yeah, you want your. You know, I don't want to say it, but like, yeah, obviously, I I've never paid respect, for porn, bro. I respect dudes that pay those, like, that subscribe to OnlyFans accounts and send donations. I mean, as much as I like, I laughed about the the Russian girl earlier. I'm like, I think it's cool that they're like, at least they're going. Okay, cool. Like, I appreciate that you're doing this, and I don't necessarily, I don't deserve it for free yeah. like this is a this is a way for you to make income like i kind of feel like i'm like i respect people more than guys that are like sharing revenge porn you know what i mean i was like yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy we touched on that like two weeks yeah. ago yeah. Yeah. um but let's take a break we'll be back in two okay so we're back now um obviously we're going to move on to the next topic which is going to be the future of gaming specifically in south africa and then we can also just touch on it like worldwide because i think it's moving at a rapid pace that people i don't think are expecting and just to give you like um a little bit of background like do you guys know who scooter braun is yes so i've told yes, you guys yeah, about this bieber's manager yeah so he's yeah. bieber's manager he's now even pumped in a lot of money to become an investor in a team called 100 teams we you know that, that i showed you guys the houses and yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's crazy seeing how gaming if you looked at it maybe 10 years ago where it was you know just like a small thing how big it's become and how fast it's growing you know and what is the future of gaming you know mm. so let's get sam's input on everything um, where do you think the future of gaming is heading in South Africa and worldwide? I think worldwide, it's just going to get bigger. Yeah. I also think that like gaming, so we I touched on it earlier where like when I was in high school, it wasn't cool. Like you yeah. were a super nerd. If you played video games, you guaranteed bullying. Now, yeah. playing games is cool. Like yeah. being a gamer is cool. Like there's a, it's a weird switch because now you're kind of like the jock. You know what I mean? You're yeah. the cool mm. kid, whereas before you weren't. So I think it'll get bigger. I also think people are starting to see gaming as, a, as an educational tool. There's a lot of games out there that actually offer far more from an education perspective. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's gone from being entertainment. There's an education way to like help kids focus a little bit more, learn things in a gaming sense. So gamification has become a huge thing. I think it's just going to get bigger from the competitive side. Obviously, like yeah. there's just more and more money. I think that it'll get a bit more controlled, but that's there. I also think in South Africa, it will get bigger. I think we have different issues to face, but I do think mm. <clears throat> in, the, in the last few I'd say the last two years, I've definitely seen it grow. Yeah. And I think if we can get the cost of data down, we'll see more kids playing games. And I think that if we can true. get the cost of, for me, the biggest thing is hardware. I'm very scared. Obviously, all the new consoles are coming out. So yeah. at the end of the year, we'll have a new Xbox, we'll have a new We'll watch your reviews on those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I can get my hands on them. But I'm scared about the cost. Like, that is something that worries me. I'm like, the that cost true, of yeah. those things yeah. coming in, I think... That's a worry because I don't think that they're costed for our market. Mm. Yeah, because how much do you think so PlayStation 5 is going to be PS5? Yeah. Yeah. I rate the, the first PS5 drop will come in at close to 10 grand. That's Ooh. crazy. Yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm I'm No, but it sounds about it. right because I think mm. the last one was around 6, 7. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I mean, rating for a 10 grand drop. Yeah. Yeah. Buying cell phones and shit for that price and more. 
Yeah, but so. remember, your cell phone can generate your money, eh? Just to let you know. So oh, so you're still PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you're... you're just talking about money. Or <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm saying like, you know, if you think about your cell phone, it's a tool that you sort of... Like everybody needs it, you know? Yeah, it's more it's of like a communicate. Yeah. You know, communication is fucking major, dude. Like, that's why all these big telecom companies are fucking billionaires. I mean, right? I don't know if you can... Can you pay a PlayStation off in installments or do you have to purchase it? You can now. App? So I've seen now that you've got like, you can you can pay off your PlayStation, you can play off your Xbox. I see now that Microsoft's also got a deal with Vodacom for Xbox. Yeah. So if you want to buy games, you can actually buy them on your Vodacom, your cell phone accounts. I should have. And then, so they'll put that on your account. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of parents whose credit cards are going to be in for a big surprise. Yeah. Um, but I do think it'll grow. I just think that the cost is a lot. Also, think games are expensive. Hey? Like they're a thousand. Yeah, right? a thousand bucks, you can get them cheaper game. if you download, but not everyone has fiber. So like, yeah. look, if we can somehow find a way to bring the cost of the Gaming hardware down, and the games so. down, it'll grow faster but i do think it'll grow yeah but, but does this sort of is it sort of in line with um international standards like prices is i mean if you buy a game in america is it going to equate to a similar amounts or well i think in the states more people just buy you can buy them online and then they're cheaper the moment you buy them online they're cheaper you yeah. just download them but i think yeah. in south africa we again it's, it's a bit of an issue because not everyone has a fiber connection to download you know yeah. 74 yeah. gig game so that's a problem but i do think gaming's growing i just think that like we've spoken about it a lot, it's it's going to grow in a different direction and a different speed locally. Saying that though, like just this weekend and next weekend alone, there's so many tournaments for guys to play. We've got, I think now in the next month, there's like Rand Show and they're going to have a big gaming section. Voter World's just announced that they're doing like FIFA tournaments every yeah. weekend. You've got Comic-Con, you've got Rage. So there is more and more available. Yeah. There's like gaming cafes popping up everywhere where kids can go and play so i do think it'll grow i just don't yeah. think it's going to grow as fast as we see it grow overseas and then what do you play mainly do you play pc or like playstation or xbox so or? i mainly play pc okay um, i have a playstation i have an xbox as well which we <laughs> never i think it's in a box somewhere yeah, that I have came an xbox <laughs> <laughs> that came and then i something other than my pc something that i love i play my own i've got a nintendo switch console which okay. i think is i don't understand why not every single person in the world has one there's so much fun because it's portable but you can also dock it and play it on your tv yeah it's clever but are the games like the the same quality and stuff the games i think nintendo some of the nintendo games on that switch are some of the best available right now like, See, i've never even like i've never played a switch playing. yeah i've never played a switch bro the but switch is, you can get and you know the thing yeah. about the switches this is going to blow my so doom which is like one of my favorite games to play on pc so they came out and they said they're going to put doom on the switch and i was like lol that's gonna yeah. be the worst idea i played it i I obviously don't like the, the controller aspects. Mm. I like playing with a mouse and keyboard, but I can't tell the difference on that little screen. I mean, there's obviously yeah. like a couple of mm. things, but for the most part, it's the exact same yeah. game. They also just released The Witcher, which obviously big Netflix it's series, so, but yeah. that was super famous PC game. The Witcher's on the Switch now. There's obviously some differences when you put it on that small screen, but that little console is mind-blowing. Dude, mobile gaming has become a fucking huge thing as well. well. Isn't it? So PUBG and Call of Duty on mobile now. Mobile gaming still generates the most money in internationally doesn't it from gaming that's because lots of people pay yeah. to yeah. refresh on candy crush yeah, <laughs> but yeah mobile gaming is huge i've got and this is i always laugh about this when i meet people who say oh i don't game i'm not a gamer and then i'm like oh, okay cool so you don't play any games they're like no i'm like oh, okay what's on your phone and then they've got like three games they've yeah. got like Clash zombie apocalypse mm, yeah. i have a, a friend who's a yoga instructor and a personal trainer and she She's always like, oh, games are for nerds, games are for nerds. And then the one day she's sitting on her phone and I'm like, what are you playing? I've never even heard of this game before. <laughs> she found some game where she's like killing zombies and then there's another <laughs> game where she's building. And I was like, what are you 
playing. Yeah. And she was like, oh no, I play these all the time. And it turns out she spends more time on her phone <laughs> playing those games than I do behind a PC. That's yeah. crazy. But she doesn't yeah. consider herself a gamer. So I think mobile gaming as well. And also the new phones. Yeah. Are uh, like, they're phenomenal to play games yeah. on. So. so for just a quick, uh, I wanted to throw this in during the conversation, but from a tech aspect, not just the gaming aspect, which phone do you think is the best at the moment? Have you seen the S20 at the moment? Or? So I've, I've seen the Samsung. I'm not an Android fan, which uh, this is like, because this is the worst. Uh, to every time I said, I really like Apple's infrastructure. Like, I just like being part of the oh, ecosystem. The, network, yeah, yeah. the ecosystem. I like the iPhone, <laughs> but I mean, those Android phones, there's far more you can do on them, actually. It is true. Yeah. There is. There's there a lot is more. far more, but like, I'm... Literally, just expandable memory is such a big thing to me, bro. Because obviously, mm-hmm. with my photography and everything. I, I can't stand Apple because everything... Is like its own. Like you need a fucking Apple charger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need an Apple computer. You need an Apple watch. Like shut the fuck up. So <laughs> yeah, like I, so I'm kind of the standout in my friend group because I'm like I like my iPhone and also I'm like a bit weird. So if I work, I work on a Mac. I prefer editing video on a MacBook. But then when I'm playing games and streaming, I'm obviously on a PC. Yeah. And a lot of my mates are always like this makes no sense because you know like it what just, do you use to edit your videos? iMovie or Premiere Pro? I'm pre- I, I I sit on iMovie. If I have to be super serious, I go to Premiere Pro, but I'm not very good at it. So like iMovie, I use Premiere Pro for everything. Dude. Premiere Pro, I use Adobe. I think the products are iMovie's fucking. iMovie so easy though because you can just bro. cut and paste. I uh, know, but you can also just cut. You use the C and the V, and there's cuts. I've also yeah. like I've actually got a, a friend now who plays games with me who I now pay to edit my videos because he's okay. just way better at it. Yeah. I'm like super impatient, so I'm the worst. It's, it's like how I came up with the name Tickle when I decide I want to do something I just want to do it and it must mm. be done and it must go up and then I don't want to spend seven hours fixing it and making it neat it must yeah. just happen so now my friend Shonok is like I'll I pay him and he edits my videos because he's like it drives me insane sometimes because yeah. I can see that you went oh I should fix that but I'm done now <laughs> yeah. it's going yeah. up dude and sometimes if you're in like a big edit and you have to go back and fix something in the middle it's the fucking biggest mission bro but um, let's move on to I was going to speak about VR but I don't want to, let's not go on a tangent for too long, but have you used VR before? I actually have not. So I've used like the, the, the silly VR, bro, where you put the phone in the goggles, you know, I haven't done proper VR. Has anyone played Beat Saber? No. No. But I've seen it. No. Beat Saber's like, this beat comes and you have to like slash it with like So the a, only thing that I ever play on VR, so I have a VR headset at home, yeah. which is currently sitting in a box. I have to set it up. Um, but my, my, my significant other doesn't want me to set it up because when I play Beat Saber, things, I, things get broken. Like, <laughs> I that is the only game I play on VR. It's the absolute best. If I play it, I will play it for seven hours straight. You basically have two lightsabers and you have to just, there's music the playing beat, yeah. and to okay. the beat, you have to cut things up. These little blocks fly at you and obviously... The faster the song yeah. and the harder the levels, the more. I'll you show you. It's like a tar hero, but with lightsabers. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. I d- I couldn't be interested in getting any other VR game. That's all I care about. Yeah. Is playing. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of questions on VR, but I'll only I'll summarize them now because yeah. that VR looks awesome. And I was watching a video. I actually should have mentioned it in the previous category we were talking about about the future of gaming and stuff like that. And I see they. There was some place these guys went to in America and you put on a full like suit vibe and it's like that ready player, player one, one that yeah, you're yeah. telling me about. And they were literally in like a, a shooting game and you can actually go with a group of mates. You all put on the suits and you play your game. The one thing with VR that I always wonder about is like if you are confined to a small area and you've got to run somewhere. I mean, you said you get those like mats that move with you. Yeah, Basically. so th- th- that's like the future of VR eventually where you can have like a whole rig mm. that you'll be doing the actual movements. 
because you'll be in a room. But if I'm know? in my lounge playing VR, surely I am going to run through the window. No, so obviously eyes. how VR is at the moment is you've got two controllers in your hand and it looks like so it, like your sensory, like four eyes and like your hearing will, will feel like you're there. But you move forward and backwards with controllers okay. and you move around with controllers still, you know. Um, Ready Player One is like the craziest concept ever though, mm. where you eventually, doing everything that you would have, but... You're in, you, you, you're in one room in your house you know yeah. but it feels like you could be anything anywhere in the world that you wanted to be right yeah. and that's what I was saying about VR though I was like if VR does work and it is a fucking success a success I think the world is fucked bro I think Ready Player One is a real <laughs> thing dude how many people would want to escape reality and sit at home and be in their dream take even your parents who want a holiday imagine just experiencing a holiday and it feels as real as they're on the beach you know like who would want to be going to work every day doing their thing so i don't know yeah vr is very very tricky and very tough i went to taiwan and they, they have a vr set up there where you basically you put the, the whole headset on and whatever and then they have and you see this before you put the headset on they have a mattress and they have a beam across the mattress and the whole thing is you put the setup on and you walk across the beam but when you've got the setup on they've got music playing they put these big wind machines going and they're blowing wind so you're like fuck. and then you've got this headset on and it looks like you're outside walking across this beam and there's dragons coming at you now your brain's going dragons aren't real <laughs> yeah but the wind's blowing your, your brain's going i've seen this beam there's a yeah. mattress like there's no i'm not above i'm literally like maybe i would say 30 not even 30 centimeters That's above crazy, yeah. i was shaking like at one <laughs> yeah. point and then you get to the end and they tell you to jump <laughs> and every single person who jumps, their legs just collapse underneath them because you it feels just so real. Because it looks so real, and your brain's going, "This isn't real." But in your mind, I jumped and I went straight down because I was like, "Wow!" Ah, like, yeah, that's true. And I just was like, "I think it would be pretty cool." I've seen as well like crowdfunders where they they've made treadmills, so you yeah, run that's and cool. Like when you're yeah. actually doing that, when you're actually moving yourself, and then think, it becomes real. I think fun. VR. I do worry that it's going to isolate us all from each other. But like I know, yeah. like I said, if I play Beat Saber, that's eight hours, <laughs> and that's not even like a proper. I saw another it's game. Eight hours. Well. I can play eight hours of Beat Saber. <laughs> <laughs> favorite game. I'm also knock a bunch of stuff off. Yeah. There was another game as well where, and it it uh, when it released the demo was far better. When it released, it kind of failed. But there was this game where you played as a psychologist whose job it was to get into the heads of people suffering from ptsd Jeez and then walk through their memories <laughs> and this whole thing is in vr yeah. so you as the psychologist go into their head and then you choose certain memories and then you go into the memories and you engage so you with could be in, like a, in, in a war and stuff like all that. of that so like yeah. the one for me was that when i played the demo was that the kid the the person whose head you were in had come back from a war ptsd had murdered all these people they're trying to figure out why so you went back to his childhood and you walked through the house when it was happy so it takes you through the house and you can look at all the things and then you walk through the second time when it's when his dad has been drinking and is, is shooting and hitting like people it, and it, the Shoot. way that it changes because obviously you're in this head but it's the same house and you're engaging with stuff and i remember coming out of that i mean i think i played it for 10 minutes and when i finished I, for, for the next four days like, yeah, I felt super like and it was weird because it was someone's idea of what it would look like if yeah. you're walking through memories and I was like stuff yeah. like that I think you're just going to see more and more of it and yeah. it's, it's it's freaking cool it's but scary, it's also a bit yeah. scary about like mm. we're just going to shut ourselves off yeah just talking about that that war situation there, I watched a Vice episode where there's this actually psychologist weirdly enough who also started trying to implement um, VR in situations so a guy 
I mean, that's pretty much what you said, but a guy had PTSD from the war and the psychologist slowly implements him back into the same scenario. So he obviously like freaks the fuck out when he's in that scenario because maybe he killed a lot of people or whatever. And the guy, they actually recreate it exactly as it was and then they see if they can encounter it again. Like, and just try walking through it. People, they freak the fuck out. They're like, I'm back here again, sort of vibe. I only saw it based on war i don't see it on anything else but it's it's sort of something that's coming into play but that leads us perfectly to the next topic was war (laughs) no not war (laughs) but how technology can positively impact and negatively yeah so like there's my one so yeah well so (laughs) i I was thinking from like a sports point of view right think about some sports where like i don't know let's say it's raining and you can't really play rugby today or practice passing or something imagine you put on a vr headset and get like proper vr and you could be on the treadmill. Remember, the, I'm talking, it's, a, it's very advanced. advanced yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you like actually feel like you're playing rugby now, but mm. actually in a room doing nothing, you know, like I maybe it could it start helping able, sportsmen, yeah. could be helping, you know, a lot of people, bro. Maybe like on a more serious note, like you said, like with people with PTSD and that kind of stuff. Um, mm. But I think it will be implemented firstly, like in situations where people have money, more where people, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. you know, like big it, sports teams and like, yeah. Yep big programs that they they get but like i was thinking maybe also people have been in an accident and they're still learning to walk i don't know if you have like vr showing you you sort of walking again by way of you i don't know how exactly you would do it but i think there's ways in that i mean yeah yeah, the positive positive impacts of technology in terms of medical conditions um Mm. would be huge as well in in terms of what diagnosing them or treating them treating yeah treating diagnosing you know the possibilities are endless yeah it's it's, and then obviously negatively you just end up like switching yourself off from the whole world you know look at the internet Mm. it's supposed to be the best thing ever it's horrible (laughs) like it's crazy you know Mm. and like i said dude um i played fortnite for like eight nine months right Dude, those eight, nine months, I fucking, I was in my room. I was playing Fortnite the whole time. But at the same like, I wasn't time, you're chatting to, to all your mates. So that's where, yeah, that's where the whole online. thing, that's where it gets me, right? It feels like you're not in a room with yourself, right? Yeah. It feels like you're with your friends and you're sitting there, but you're not really with your friends. You're not really sitting there, right? Mm. But then like Mike didn't play games, right? He'd be like, okay, let's go out. Let's, let me, can I come chill or whatever? And I'd be like, oh, but like, I've got friends upstairs waiting for me to play games. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's like, you don't understand what's going on, you know? And when I was staying with yeah. my parents, Mitchell, in his room, I would hear at like two o'clock in the morning, he's laughing. Yeah. He's laughing <laughs> in his room. Dude, you have the best times, right? And it's it's amazing. But when I, what I started realizing was like, I'm fucking always in my room doing like nothing, dude. Like, you know, I was playing with maybe like Josh, which was cool to speak to, or friends that were overseas that but I haven't seen for a while. varsity days when you had time, yeah. though. And I had more time and everything, but I was just like, eventually, like, fuck, I can't do this anymore, bro. I was just like, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I, I quit everything. I was like, I'm not going to play these games anymore. Because so, negatively for me, I just felt like I was in my room the whole time, bro. I was like, this fucking sucks. Did you quit like, because of you could see what it was sort of doing, or did you just... Dude, it became like a whole thing of like... Oh, dude, I just didn't like it anymore. Bro. I don't know how to explain it. I didn't like it anymore. I don't like sitting in my room. I don't like playing those games. I don't like it was all just at once. I was just like, and like I went for like nine months hard, and then I was like, okay, maybe I, I went in it too much, too quickly, you know? Yeah. It was very strange, bro. Mm. Weird time. I was like, holy mm. fuck. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't go to gym much. I didn't do much. I was like, holy fuck, this sucks. Yeah, the strange. And then yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's down here every night. <laughs> Mike's like, what the fuck? He used to yeah. come over and chill. I used to go upstairs and like watch him play and talk to everyone. Yeah. And then I'll just be chilling there. Like, yeah. okay, cool. That was, that was, that was a cool move. Because then like, now, now you have friends that want to come to your house, but you're playing yeah. games. 
And I was like, you can't mix the two, right? Yeah. You have to be in the game to so be with those people. So you get him a headset so you can just... No, so what we stay with you. So what, yeah. we, what we tried to do though was then eventually, because Mike also doesn't really like playing at all. Mm. So what we did once is I would have the microphone on, but the audio was coming from the TV. Yeah, right. So at least I could so he could, yeah. he could hear everyone that yeah. was like there. But dude, what a fucking crazy <laughs> thing to even speak about. Like, what is this world coming to, bro? Like, it was strange. Yeah, it was super strange. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm glad I'm not doing that shit anymore. But I still understand gaming 100%, you know, like I said. Mm. Um, like Tim now, you obviously know Tim, but dude, that guy fucking got to level 155 in Call of Duty like in a month, bro. Like, he's doing nothing in England but Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cold yeah. in England, though. And it's kind yeah. of miserable. So yeah, like, you don't really want yeah. to do anything with their games. <laughs> you know, so like, that's maybe for me the negative part of gaming, where you like, shut yourself off from the whole world in a sense yeah. bro. i think the, i wouldn't say gaming in in particular but with the rapid increase of technology as good as it is with all of this advanced stuff coming into play you're sort of kicking humans out of jobs yeah. so you're gonna have <clears throat> this eventually i mean if all yeah. societies were wealthy and all of that you'd have all this technology say for example ai could diagnose you with an illness or whatever well, it might be. It's if you look at a lot of medical aid companies now, oh, well, a lot of medical aid companies now, um, don't want to mention any names, um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, they have apps now. And these apps, you can speak to doctors over your app and you can, so like that's really the first step. The next yeah. step is that this phone is going to be able to take your blood pressure, going to be able to do this, going to be able to do that. So technology is very crazy, but I don't want to run out of time because we have a game that we have to play. So the game, basically, there's a statement on the card and then Sam's gonna have to guess who it applies to. So some of them are a bit risky, some of them are a bit funny. Hopefully I don't know. You've learned enough about us. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That, that's sort of like the thing, you know. How has our conversation gone? Are we entertaining? Do we let you know, like? Who no, we that's are? not fair. You've got that <laughs> joke. We're not entertaining. You won't know who we are. Come on, no, that wasn't fair. No, obviously that's just a big joke. Just now, you've got to know us, but mm. you can obviously I feel guess. The yeah, there's yeah. a lot of pressure. And we won't ask you to so, remember our names again, just in case you don't. <laughs> so it's Fraser, Frank, Mike. <laughs> no, it's funny as fuck. I once messaged a friend to tell me their geezer had broken to get me out of a date night. Oh, but this could be anyone. I've even done this. Oh, no. Out of us three, though, then let's say who would you guess it is? So, out of you three, who would be more likely? Frazier. Okay. So it was oh. not crazy. Yeah. Interesting. It was very good. It was me. Oh, really? <laughs> and the guy I missed was Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've okay. done this before as well. Okay, yeah. so Sam can take one for that as well. Yeah. Apparently it's quite normal. Yeah. I am a gentleman. There's no one. I mean, I didn't use a geezer excuse. I just use, like, sometimes. The funny thing is, though, rubbish, like, the like, geezer was just way too intense as a, of an excuse, maybe. <laughs> I thought it was you because you weren't making eye contact. I was just having conversation. <laughs> like, I was, she's okay, really into this. <laughs> I got so drunk, I ended up at a nude gay bar. <laughs> Again, guys, not something, not all, like most of us. Uh, what, has everyone done this? <laughs> I mean, most of us have done stupid things when we're drunk. Mike. Nope. I'm getting this really wrong. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was <me. laughs> uh, oh, that was the best okay. story of our lives, though. Can tell me what happened, was, though. Oh, no, How did you end up there? No, it is. Okay, you gotta tell the story. So we were at 86 I've never been public. to a nude gay bar, but I ended up at gay bars a lot. No, so this was a proper, like, hectic situation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, so we were at 86 mm. public in Randburg, mm. and there's a dodgy, like, club downstairs. Mm. And Frey got really fucking drunk and went missing. Yeah. Then our friend Tim went looking for him, and then when they got oh, to the bottom. Go- his girlfriend was like, guys, where's, where's Fraser? <laughs> also, yeah, his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend was like, yeah, where's Fraser? And then Tim went looking for him. Tim goes down to this 
this club, opens the door, and Fraser's standing there, butt naked, and they're like... You went in there as well. <laughs> so I was, in the, I was in the change room because I got... <laughs> fucking, got I'll tell the story, yeah. I got in there, and I... I said, I want a ticket to go into this bar, please. <laughs> and I mean, I didn't know it was a nude bar and all that stuff, but I, mean, I was slaughtered. And then the guy like sort of says, I need your wallet and all this shit. And like, okay. But I said, how am I going to buy drinks? He's like, no, the drinks are free. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Take my shit. Then he gives me a clothes hanger. I was like, what's this for? <laughs> He's like, your clothes. I was like, okay, free drinks. Get naked. Yeah. <laughs> go into the change room. Got my kid off. And next thing, old Tim comes running in. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, best story of my life, Fred. That is the best thing you've ever done, dude. I would yeah. stuck around if the drinks were free. <laughs> no, but I think um, something bad would have happened. Yeah, I think you would have. Because <laughs> it wasn't the safest place, but yeah. yeah. Where is that address again? That's <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Okay, next one. I lost my virginity at the age of 14. How am I supposed to know this after an Just hour that. talking to you guys? Just going to have to guess. Mark. <laughs> no. no, it wasn't Mark. It was Franco. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really well at this. You, this is fantastic. I don't think you got one right. <laughs> Not one right. Okay. I laid on top of a car roof that was going 120 kilometers per hour. Franco. Yes. Yes. Go on. And we'll insert <laughs> clip of that video right now so everyone can see Why it. Why did you do that? It was fucking dumb. I was no, drunk. Really All the stories start with, yeah, I was drunk. <laughs> the driver so was sober, though. Your drunk story sounded fun. Yours Mine was just stupid, bro. Yeah. It was one of the dumbest things. Yeah. I yeah. It could have gone horribly <laughs> wrong, bro. But it was funny. We got a video. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I got mugged by a gypsy in Prague and then chased her down. Mike, Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're like the soft one. I couldn't imagine you like running around going after a gypsy. Mugged. I got mugged. Yeah, it was a gypsy. It was a lady. She she mugged me. Um, stole my money. I was like, I'm here with my rams. <laughs> I need that shit, bro. So, yeah, yeah, so I chased her down. I started shouting at her. Um, and I think she got scared. her. Yeah, and she got scared. And she gave me my money back. Did she so. pickpocket you? Yes. So you yes. know that I, I probably shouldn't tell the story, but I will. I have this friend, Quincy, who got mugged by 12-year-old children. He was outside Joe Cools. And they beat him up. That was the <laughs> so he was outside. He came outside of Joe Cools in like Durban. And they were like, give me your stuff. And he was like, no. So the one kid just started kicking him. But he was like, you didn't, they were children. So he was like, what are you doing? Yeah, and then the other know. one started kicking. And the next thing he realized, he was on the floor. And they'd taken all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite story. Like, yeah. Remember that time those kids beat you up and stole your things? Oh, that's crazy, bro. Okay. I've got one, right? Yeah. I woke up in a hippie's tent after attending my first trance festival. I would not take any of you for trance. We aren't. We are. <laughs> we did it right. First and last. <laughs> a hippie's tent. Frasier. No. That one Franco. was me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were my first guest and then I was like, nude bar. <laughs> yeah, so I literally fell asleep in this tent, woke up that morning and I had this chick with dreadlocks staring at me and I was like, where the fuck am I? And then my tent was actually like two tents down from that. And I ended up hitting the wrong tent. And she looked at me and she was like, you look so comfortable with my pillows and blankets. I don't want to wake you up or anything. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even say anything, bro. She just went out the tent and I was like, what the fuck? I've <laughs> never been to a trans party. It's never really been on my list of things to do. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just that music in like the Matrix playing over and over oh, again. I think you have to do a, I'm under the impression that it's fun if you do a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Okay. 
I got suspended for the third time for locking a change room and letting off a fire extinguisher while people were in the room. Fraser. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> got another one right. Suspended from school. School. school yeah. yeah. For the third time. <laughs> now you represent people that do this. <laughs> I had to be in the game to run the game. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Oh. I ended up in hospital after getting repeatedly hit by a police baton. Franco. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the story actually starts with me. Yeah, you can so, tell the story. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, so, but who ended up getting beaten up with the police? Fraser. Fraser. So it was actually us three. No. It was actually us three. So we were at this pub down the road here, yeah, and Man United was playing Liverpool. And then we were a bit drunk. We were screaming that Man United sucks or whatever. And then this guy was like shouting at us. There was like a bit of an altercation or whatever. I went outside to have a cigarette because it was so like stuffy in there. And he was like shouting at these 60 old men. Went there. Anyway, this guy like libertied me out of nowhere, chipped my tooth. Then I went like with blood all over me to these guys. And I was like, this guy just fucking hit me. We ran after him. As we got there, this guy was by his car already, pulled out a police baton. Me and Mike saw the baton. We were like, no, no, no. We just ran. <laughs> Fraser just went ran straight ran. into it. And then they started beating Fraser with this police baton. Yeah. Here we were like one o'clock in the morning going to hospitals trying to get him stitches for free. It was a fuck yeah, show. Yeah, like, it was me and my tough. arm, then my leg. And like I kept going back at him. Then yeah. he hit me across the face. I was just, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. That was hilarious, bro. Guys, you have way more interesting weekends than I have. <laughs> no, this is not even, nothing much goes on these days. <laughs> I threw up on my father when I was wildly drunk at a house party. Mark. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So I got one from you. Yes. Get back here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now we're there. back. Oh, no, we're so back I got a whole three. Is that's that like a new record? Three out of nine. Yeah. Three out of nine is not bad. So yeah. One one the questions. That was tough. Yeah. It is quite a broad statement, but yeah. she, I think she started getting it towards the end. Towards the end, I was like, I yeah. think I know exactly how these nights are. <laughs> yeah. What did your but dad say though? And you were young, happy. dude. Yeah, this this was we were about 14, 14 15, eight, somewhere around there, yeah. And we yeah. had just been fucking grounded because yes. we got caught drinking the weekend before. Yeah. 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 And I convinced him to let me out. <laughs> and then yeah, he obviously came to pick me up from our house party and I was I was not doing good. Yeah. Um, That's not a good situation. So I needless to say. <laughs> he yeah. was not happy. We okay, should turn Sam, this yeah. into a game. We so we should take all your terrible stories, but funny experiences, and then it could be like a game where you have to kind of navigate it, but the character's drunk. So you're oh, of fuck yeah. all over NPR, the place yeah. And then the whole thing is that your controls, when you press them, they do the opposite thing because you're drunk. Oh, and people have yeah. to try to get through this. There that we go. That's a business plan right exactly. there, bro. Now we just need a game developer and we're good to go. There we go. <laughs> sorted. Okay, Sam, you got a minute to let everyone know where to find you on Instagram and everything. And then, yeah, we just want to say thank you so much for coming through. Okay, cool. So it's tickles at a everywhere on the internet. Everywhere, YouTube. Actually, when on her Instagram, you can literally go. I saw it. It's like a little link tree thing, um, in your bio. Yeah, with all my links. Takes you everywhere. It's fucking. I we actually do that. But anyway, mm. um, yeah. Thank you so much Super for coming bright. on the show. It was amazing. <laughs> we learned a lot. Yeah. I think that was pretty yeah. interesting. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Cool. Thanks.